0: This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com coaching to learn more. By setting aside some time to save on insurance premiums, food costs, and recurring bills, you can give yourself thousands of dollars back in your budget. The show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids & Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we're going to do three things. First, I'll be sharing some ideas on how to fight inflation at home. Second, we're back with our FinTech Spotlight segment. This month, we're going to be featuring Cash Freely. This is an app that helps you get more cash from your everyday spending through cashback credit cards. Zach Hood, the founder, he's going to be joining me to discuss Cash Freely and how it can actually help you fight inflation too. We recorded our episode, well, maybe a couple months ago now, and based off of his advice that I received from that interview with Zach that you're about to hear, Nicole and I got a nice $750 check that we're going to be using for our upcoming ski trip. So thanks, Zach, and thanks, Cash Freely. And I hope you all Enjoy listening to this conversation because I think it's gonna help you get some more money right now, and I would love to help you do that. And last but not least, we're back with another money quiz. My daughter's always gonna be reading the review of the month, and I'll be quizzing her with some money questions once again. All right, let's jump into today's show. Inflation, it's the worst, man. Prices are way up for the small stuff like food and even the big stuff like housing. Although complaining about inflation may give us some momentary satisfaction, it doesn't help long-term, unfortunately. Instead, we need to fight inflation. Fight it right in its stupid face. Sorry, I've been hanging out with my eight-year-old a lot lately. (laughs) If you're wondering how to fight inflation at home, here are three big ideas for you to consider. Now, all of these ideas, they might not work for you, but some of them might. So pick and choose what works for you and leave the rest. Number one, insurance. There are many ways to save when it comes to insurance. The only issue is that it takes a bit of work to make it happen. Take it from me though, the effort you put in can literally save you thousands of dollars per year. So it is a great way to fight inflation. The first idea under this insurance banner is to bundle homeowners and auto insurance. One of the simplest, simplest ways to fight inflation at home is to bundle these two together. According to Experian, the average consumer saves 16% on their premiums when they bundle homeowners insurance and auto insurance. So based on the average annual premiums for homeowners and auto insurance, this could be upwards of $1,000 of savings per year just by doing this simple thing. Outside of the financial savings, it could save you time and effort as well because you're only paying one insurance provider for two policies. Also, you got to shop the competition. Getting insurance can be a pain, and the insurance companies, they know this. That's why they can get away with steadily raising your premiums over time. When you look back a year or two later, the price, it's a lot higher. But we can feel a little too lazy to switch, right? If inflation is crushing you right now, it's time to put in the extra effort and switch insurance providers. Every couple of years, our family switches back and forth between the major insurance providers for homeowners insurance and auto insurance. We're with GEICO for a while, then we're with Progressive for a while, then we're with State Farm for a while, and if they wanna give us a good deal, then we stay with them, or we switch back to the other two. It's just how we play this game. I haven't found their services to be drastically different either. They're all pretty good when we need them, which actually isn't very often. Each time we do this, we save about $1,000. Yeah, okay, that's another $1,000. let us keep going with this insurance savings. You can also increase your deductibles. If you have a healthy emergency fund and have enough money to cover a higher insurance deductible, consider increasing it. By increasing your deductible for your homeowners, your auto, and even your health insurance, you are taking on more risk, and in exchange, the insurance provider lowers your premiums. According to Forbes, drivers who increase their deductibles can save between 7% and 28% per year on average. Depending on where your deductible is now, this could mean you save anywhere from $100 to $500 per year. That's just for your auto insurance. If you do this for homeowners, if you do this for health even, you could save thousands. Okay, I went a little insurance crazy there. But if you spent a few hours working on this area, you could put thousands of dollars back in your pocket. Not hyperbole, thousands of dollars. This is how to fight inflation at home. Number two, food. Inflation, it has not been kind to food prices, man. Some companies... They're taking advantage of this too. They're taking advantage of this inflationary environment and their profits are soaring. So yeah, you know, transportation costs are up, wages are up, but yeah, they're enjoying it as well. They're enjoying some record profits here, man. When prices rise, we need to be more competitive with where we shop and how we consume our food. You could look at shopping at lower cost grocery stores. Now, while buying high-priced designer food brands might feel healthier, there are ways to keep your quality food intake high while keeping your grocery bill low. Instead of high-priced grocery stores like Whole Foods, try out lower-priced grocery stores like Aldi. You may not be able to get all of your grocery store needs from Aldi, but you can save thousands of dollars per year by getting your essentials there. I know this from experience because we switched to Aldi from Kroger for our essentials over the past few years, and this has saved our family over 10 grand. Seriously, seriously. I am a nerd and I calculated this amount (laughs) over 10 grand, but we still hit up Costco or Target and Kroger for some specialty items that we need from time to time. But the bulk of our essential food comes from Aldi and this helps us to save a lot. You can also meal prep. Taking a specific day to prepare your meals for the week can not only save you money, but it can help you eat healthier too. Our family usually does this on Sunday when we're being good, so we've got dinner planned out for the entire week. This does require some upfront planning, but it saves you from creating new meals each night, or let's be honest, just ordering in food and spending way more money than you wanted to. You can also make eating out of the house a special occasion. Honestly, I love eating out. There's something about getting food made for you and not having to clean it up afterward that's just so incredibly relaxing and nice. But if we do this daily, it doesn't feel as special. And as inflation continues to beat up our budgets, eating at restaurants or getting food delivery to the house is becoming more and more difficult to afford. Instead of saying, don't eat out ever, Just try to limit it to special occasions. At our house, we make our Friday family night the night we don't make any food. We order in pizza or we go out to eat at a restaurant as a family. And since we limit it to one or two nights a week, we enjoy it that much more. It becomes special again. All right, that's food. So let's talk about number three, recurring subscriptions, services, or memberships. As technology has expanded so much lately, the convenience that comes with it has been incredible. That convenience comes with a cost, though. As we're looking for ways to fight inflation at home, it's time to turn our attention to services, subscriptions, and memberships. The first thing that we need to think here is if we're not using it, we need to eliminate it. A quick and easy way to punch inflation in its dumb face is to stop paying for things that we're not using. When was the last time you used... Netflix, or Hulu, or Disney Plus, or your gym membership, or Spotify, or that online magazine that you subscribe to that you haven't read in a while, or newspapers, or those online meal kit things, or 1,000 other subscriptions or memberships that might be hitting your account each month. Now, if you're using these things, that's great. If you like it, use it, keep it. But if you aren't using it, stop paying for it. You can also save on your cell phone bill. I was a Verizon customer for over 20 years. It was comfortable. It was fine. It wasn't too expensive, but prices continued to climb up. And last year, we decided to switch from Verizon to Tello, and we never looked back. The service is pretty similar. Honestly, it's not that much different at all. But the price, it's been cut in nearly half. My wife saw the savings and how the service was pretty similar for me and she decided to switch as well. So we're a, a Telo family now. <laughs> now you don't need to get Telo like our family did, but you can look at other lower cost players out there, you know, like Mint or some of these other ones. Right now, there is a shift. I really believe this. There's a shift in the cell phone market that reminds me of when people used to pay for AOL, you know, America Online, AOL. Email was free through services like Hotmail and Gmail, But people were still paying for AOL long after email was free. It kind of reminds me of cell phones right now. They're holding on to these legacy cell phone customers. They're, They're willing to pay over $100 per month, even though they can get something similar for like $25 per month. So look into this and see if it works for your situation and save some money. You could also bundle your entertainment services. This one doesn't save a ton of money, but it's also a little maybe more convenient. There's something going on with our home entertainment right now. Cable is becoming more and more useless and expensive with the rise of services like Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, all those other ones. Entertainment is cheaper and easier to access. But now there are so many options it's like cable TV all over again. <laughs> so some of these companies are partnering up for bundling deals. Disney Plus has a bundle deal with Hulu and ESPN. HBO is bundling with Amazon Prime. So ask yourself, if you really need cable first and foremost, do you need it? Can you get your favorite shows? Can your favorite shows be watched with a digital antenna that's free essentially per month. And second, ask yourself if you can start to bundle some of these other entertainment platforms together and save a little bit of money. We're looking at doing this because we have Disney Plus and Hulu separate. I know that we can combine those now. So we're going to look at doing that shortly just to save a little bit of money. So this can be another way to save on your recurring subscriptions, memberships, and just the services that we pay monthly over and over again. Those three areas, everybody, insurance, insurance, food and these recurring membership services subscriptions, these can be easy ways that don't really affect our joy that much when we can save some money at home and fight inflation at home. By setting aside some time to save on insurance premiums, food costs, and recurring bills, you can give yourself thousands of dollars back in your budget. This will free up more money to plan for emergencies, invest for your future, and just purely have some more fun. Inflation is truly just like a fight, man. If we get punched in the face in a fight, we need to fight back. And we can fight back by protecting our money, consciously spending according to our values, and putting our money to use in a way that will help us live the lives we want. So let's not let inflation win this fight. It is time to fight back back. Well, enough for me, everyone. I want to hear from you. What do you think about this list of inflation fighting ideas? What would you add to this list or what are you doing to help make living lately easier? Please let us know by sharing this episode on your social media accounts and tagging me on Instagram at marriage, kids, and money or Facebook at Andy Hill MKM. I would love to keep the conversation going. per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello and use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Telo plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Telo, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up, the code is valid until April 19th, 2024. marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Telo. For our FinTech Spotlight segment this month, we are featuring our partner Cash Freely, an app that is all about helping people earn the most amount of cash back in the least amount of time. I've invited the founder of Cash Freely, Zach Hood, on the show today to tell us more about how their tool can help us get more cash back from our everyday purchases. And we're also going to discuss how this strategy can actually help us fight inflation. Welcome to the show, Zach. Thanks, Andy. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. Thanks for being here. Nobody likes inflation, so let's fight it, right? (laughs) Credit cards seem to be a good way to do that, you know, obviously with the cashback. We're going to get into that in a little bit, but I'm all about the caveat, man. I want to make sure people are being safe with credit cards, and I know that they can ruin a lot of people financially if they use them improperly. So how can we use credit cards to harness for the power of good?
1: Absolutely. So I think number one, to realize it can be harnessed for the power of good, and if you have a good credit score, there's no better way really to use it other than getting a good mortgage or car loan or something, the next best thing is getting a really great credit card that earns you a lot of cash back. So the big caveat is make sure you're trustworthy of yourself in terms of how much you're going to spend and then know how the credit card works, that you've got to pay it off on time. If you do that, you're going to avoid any extra bank fees, late fees, interest fees, anything like that. So For most people, it's pretty much saying like treat it like a debit card, except at the end of the month, all that money comes out of your bank then instead of with each purchase. So it's really, do you trust yourself to do this? Can you be responsible with it? And if you can, it's really something you need to do to maximize your everyday spending.
0: People who are going to maybe take advantage of this cash back on credit cards, if they are carrying a balance every month and maybe not really keeping in control of their budget,
1: this isn't for them. Is that right? Definitely not. I mean, it, it quickly becomes a negative impact if you're carrying a balance first for your credit score, and then two for just the actual earning of it. It's going to go negative for paying about you know paying interest on those balances. Yeah, I, I saw my brother do this firsthand when I was in college, and he was out of college. He's older than me, and he just saw it as money he could spend without actually having the money to pay for it. So. I saw how bad that was for him and it's definitely definitely something you need to keep in mind that if if you don't trust yourself to pay on time then it's not going to be worth it at all so it's it's an easy black and white you know run away from this if you don't trust yourself
0: I like to put that caveat out there beforehand, Zach, just because I know how uh, difficult credit card debt can be for people. But for people who have control of it and live on a budget and they know where their money's going and they pay it off every month, sometimes I even pay mine off weekly just to keep myself on task to know how much is actually out of my account. Now that we've disclaimed that a ton, let's talk about how cashback credit cards can actually help us fight inflation.
1: Sure. So on the you know the most basic level, it's just free money that you can earn on your regular expenses. And so if you're putting money on a debit card or something like that, that's not earning any cash back, then you're missing the opportunity. So the fees that come with using a credit card are all paid by the store and the merchant on your behalf. So it's not... It's not anything extra you're going to be paying. In fact, you might be paying that surcharge by the actual prices. So the debit card is hurting you. But in terms of the cash back, you know, it's all over the place promotions, advertisements of earning X percentage on different purchases, sometimes more in specific categories. But you got to think about what are all the expenses that you can put on a credit card and consider putting all of those on a card that earns a lot of cash back and you're going to start to actually earn money on those expenses. Even taxes are possible to use a credit card to earn cash back. But it's all about just earning easy money and it's also tax free. So you don't have to pay taxes on the cash back you earn, the sign-up bonuses or the everyday expenses that you're racking up every month. And so that's a, a good way to combat higher prices or normal prices. It's always good practice.
0: Talk more about the sign-up bonuses, because I know that that can be the most lucrative part of the deal. I, I love my 1.5% cash back or my 2% cash back cards that I use, but those sign-up bonuses, they can really make a difference, right?
1: Yes, and that's something we kind of have a different angle on. So I don't know if it's because the bigger corporate sites have to promote certain cards or ones that are only specifically marketed as cash back, but there are so many cards out there that have a sign-up bonus. Basically, the normal offer is like spend X amount of money, two, three, $4,000 in the first three months, and then we'll give you X amount cash back, say $500, something like that. Normally, the cash back cards that are rated as great offers on the big sites are like $150, $200. And to the average person that, sure, that looks great, just free $150, $200. But there's a lot of other Cashback options out there that people actually don't know. And we call them like secret cashback cards because a few of them are actually marketed as travel cards that earn points, but you can cash out those points with a click of a button at one cent per point. And so it equates to cashback. And so that's where the sign up bonuses get really fun, really interesting, really fast. Because the top cards we recommend are not $150, $200 sign up bonuses. They're $800, $750, $600. And just your regular monthly spending can hit those bonuses. And so if you look at your effective cashback rate on some of these sign up bonuses for those three months while you're putting regular bills on that card, you can get an effective cashback earning rate of 20% cashback on all your spending that is way better than one and a half, two 2%, right? So it's really important for people to realize the signup bonuses are a big deal, but it's also something you don't think about that much because they're just all over the place. Sometimes they're not very good. Sometimes they're just too much marketing salesy stuff that you're just tuned out to, but it's it's really real and the banks are competing for your loyalty and your interest and trying to win you over from other banks. So it's really important to pay attention to that.
0: This could be thousands of dollars for people. Is that right? What's the typical savings or cash back that a cash freely user gets back in
1: a year? Yeah. So it kind of depends on your situation. If you have pretty good credit and you you spend about $1,300 a month and you're single, you could really expect about $2,000 in sign-up bonuses in a year. If there's two of you, it's even cooler because people have separate credit profiles. So even though even if you're married, you don't have like a joint credit score, joint credit profile. So what that means is if there's a card that has an eight hundred dollar sign up bonus, one of you can sign up and then you hit that bonus and then the other one can sign up and hit the bonus and you can double up on those huge bonuses. So that is really more in the realm of like $2,500, $3,000 for a couple. And then the other thing a lot of people don't realize is small business credit cards are really, really a good source of cash back. Sometimes they have really high offers. And the thing that a lot of people don't understand is it's easy to be approved for small business cards if you have any kind of business side hustle Consulting, whatever you don't even have to have like a tax ID or EIN number. You can apply as a sole proprietorship using your social security number, and you can be approved for business cards. So if someone is single and has a business, or there's a couple with a business, or two, you can see that it adds up quite a bit. Could be upwards of four or five thousand dollars in terms of getting big sign-up bonuses and just putting your regular everyday spending on it. And then the the cool part is. It's not just a one-year thing. These bonuses continue, and not only are there other cards that you can get, but a lot of these cards have rules where you can get the card every couple years, and that gets a little bit more tricky to track. But if you do those big win-type things, it's a lot less effort if you're strategic compared to trying to worry about the card that gets 1.5% versus 2% versus 2.5% every time you make a purchase. So that's, I think... Alongside like what people can expect to get from cash back, it's also like one of our taglines is like more cash, less stress. So it's a lot of extra savings of your own time and mental energy. And some people have the personality for like couponing and getting every little deal no matter what the extra cost or like extra profit is. But if you just want to put a lot of this on autopilot and hit a big sign up bonus. You're gonna be years ahead of the person that spends hours every week trying to earn a little bit extra, and you really don't have to do a whole lot of work yourself.
0: As far as like an effective hourly rate for for spending time, you know, signing up for the bonuses and getting the cash back. I mean, you're in the hundreds of dollars per hour kind of range, right?
1: Exactly. So like we've got a few articles talking about The average person that uses like a 2% cash back card, which is probably kind of standard if you have a good cash back card, that person might earn $20 to $25 a month. Whereas if you get one card with an $800 bonus, that is what, several years worth of regular cash back earning just in a couple months. So very much worth your time to rethink how like the commercials and ads are telling you to think about cash back and make it your own strategy.
0: I love it. Well, Nicole and I went pretty hog wild on the travel credit cards probably three or four years ago. We had a big spreadsheet. We were very meticulous about it. We didn't miss any payments. We were very proud of the results. We ended up going on this Cabo trip for like, it was like a $6,000 Cabo trip. We got it for like 300 bucks. We're like super happy with the results. We're not traveling as much lately. So we kind of like the Cashback credit cards and if there's any way for us to kind of fight back inflation as our income's a little lower this year i like the cash back thing so we used to have this spreadsheet and it was very busy how does cash freely and the app you have just make the process easier
1: yeah so i hear you on the travel and that that's so much fun <laughs> the origination of cash freely in the app was actually from the first app i created when i was a middle school teacher called travel freely and it was to help simplify the travel earning and then during the pandemic, a lot of people started asking about cash back. Uh, a lot of these cards ended up adding like new cash back features for everyday expenses. And it just kind of ruminated in my head, like maybe there's an opportunity to help people with cash back earning, create a strategy for them to follow and then automate the maintenance of it. So like the spreadsheet part you're doing, we can help automate that and make it pretty sophisticated and smart. So cash freely for someone that's brand new and like a little bit. Overwhelmed by the last few minutes of what we talked about. <laughs> it's meant to basically sign up, say that you're a beginner, you'll get an intro email series and ebook. There's a big educational component, even though it's an app, to help you get your next best card. And then when you add your cards to the app, it'll actually start tracking for you. So if you have a sign up bonus coming up, it'll give you reminders via email and push notifications. And if you have an annual fee on a card, it'll remind you of that as well and tell you what some options are. So it's meant to hold your hand through this process. It's meant to give you timely information so you don't have to just have those open loops in your head of like, okay, there's an annual fee coming up. I need to figure this out. And I actually used to use spreadsheets myself. And the big problem was I never kept it up to date. So when I would check it, it would always be like incorrect or I wasn't sure. And so the app itself will help track and automate the details for you. And then you can always have it as a resource in terms of more info on the card, those key dates, and the app itself will create the to-do list of things to do when, when the time comes to do them.
0: And then the cost for this service, I understand it's free. Then Zach, how do you make money?
1: <laughs> yeah, so totally free. There's no cost. There's no premium version. There's no like VIP group or anything. And there are no ads because I hate ads and pop-ups and all that stuff. But the way we earn money is through the affiliate links for credit card signups. And a couple of things on that is we're a really small team. So it's not a big corporate bureaucracy of like having to make certain Quotas or whatever. So, we don't need to earn that much money. So, we can use the credit card links to earn the money to support the app and to support the site. And that said, my promise is to always post the best offer, regardless of if we have affiliate links. So, some of the cards we recommend, we have affiliate links and can earn a commission. Some of the links that we recommend, we have no way to get those links. And some of them are in place of affiliate links because there's just a better public offer out there. And that's part of this hobby as well, if you will, is that there are different tricks people know to find better offers than what those big corporate sites are pushing in front of you or even the bank itself. So we're always going to find those offers and, and let you in on those. And especially if there's like an extra additional part to it. So like right now, a couple of the good cash back cards are affiliate link doesn't have this extra bonus to it. And the, the link that we found has an additional 5% on groceries. And so we're posting that one so that people can benefit from that. And I think, you know, unlike the corporate sites, we don't need to earn a commission on every card. So we can, we can do that. And then part of the goal is to earn your trust and get excited about earning all this cash back and stick around and tell your friends and we'll be just fine if you don't get the first or second card through us, but maybe the next one we do have the affiliate link and can earn a commission. That's, that's great.
0: I love it, Zach. Yeah, we're all about uh, offering free resources to our audience that are helpful, and I'm glad you found a way to make it work as a business for you as well. That way we know it's it's going to stick around because we want to make sure it works for you too, Zach, so it continues to be a good resource. If you guys are interested in checking out Cash Freely, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash cash freely. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash cash freely. I'm working as an affiliate as well with Zach to promote this and keep my business running as well. So we figured this is a great resource Resource for people who are interested in cash back credit cards. Maybe that person who's been using their debit card and maybe they, you know, got really into Dave Ramsey for a really long time and they never go over their budget ever, like I did for a while and I eventually switched to credit cards to earn the cash back. Maybe this is a good opportunity for you. If not, no big deal. It's all good. Do what works best for you. But if you guys are interested, check it out, slash cash freely. Zach, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I will add one thing because I know people are probably thinking this right now. The the app does not require you to give any sensitive or confidential information. And it's also a web app or a mobile app on the App Store. You just add the cards that you pick from our database and when you open them to essentially create your dashboard. We don't ask for bank login information, social security info. A lot of other apps do that. I don't feel comfortable doing that. Don't trust that technology, even however, how many promises they make. People love that fact that we're not asking for that sensitive information. So everything's totally secure, but at the same point, we're not asking for anything confidential. So wanted to make sure because that'll probably be the, the question people are asking right now.
0: I went through the app myself and realized that I was about to type in my credit card information just to insert my credit cards, but none of that is asked. It's just like, which one do you have? And then we'll help you track the bonuses, we'll help you track all the details. So I definitely liked that part of the app as well.
1: Cool, yeah. Well, thanks for having me, Andy, I really appreciate it and hope we can get a lot of good cash back earning going over the next several years for everybody.
0: Absolutely, let's flow the money to the people. Absolutely, very cool, Zach, thank you so much. Thank you, Andy. As a quick reminder, this show is for entertainment purposes only, my friends. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific financial situation. To keep this show running and to help your buddy Andy smile, I'd like to ask you to do one quick favor before we go. And this is something that will really support the show. If you like the show, please leave a positive rating and review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That type of feedback definitely helps people to find and consider the show. So to encourage you to leave a review, each month we do a book giveaway. So last month we received four reviews, and this quarter, as a reminder, we're gonna be giving away three different book options from past podcast guests. We've got Do Nothing by Celeste Headley, we've got Taking Stock by Jordan Grummett, and My Money, My Way by Kamiko Love. And to help me pick the winner this week, I've got, I got my, my daughter, Zoe Hill, <laughs> here to help me once again. That's what you always say. I do say the same thing every time. Maybe I need to switch it up a little bit, huh? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, Zoe, before we do our review that we do every month together, you want to do a money quiz? Yeah. All right. And to remind you of the rules, because I change the rules a little bit sometimes, I'm going to be asking you three different questions. And whether you get them right or wrong, I'm going to pay you your... Hourly rate as a podcast host. Does that sound good? Yay! <laughs> and because I also used to give, you know, you money, why don't I give that 10 bucks to a charity of your choice? All right. Let's jump into the money quiz. Ready? Here we go. So far... Our community has given $1,490 in big tips this holiday season. You know how mommy and I give big tips during the holiday season to, to service workers? So they gave random big tips to waitresses and waiters and hairstylists and musicians and bartenders. These are all people who like are working, you know, for tips and they helped them have a great day, which was awesome. One anonymous participant even said when they went through the Big Tip Tuesday challenge, this was by far the best $100 I've ever spent in my life. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I'm glad that they felt good about it. Very nice. So according to some prestigious universities like Harvard and University of Michigan and Johns Hopkins University, Outside of just being like kind and generous when you give tips, what other benefits can giving have for a person? Is it A, giving can improve your health, or B, giving can make you happier, or C, both? I think it's C. C is correct! Yes! (laughs) Where you go, Zoe? Giving, according to Harvard, can improve your health and Johns Hopkins University and giving can make also make you happier as well. So something to consider everybody, especially as we roll into a new year. Question number two, inflation. Have you heard about inflation? Yeah. Daddy's probably talked about it before. Inflation yeah. is just like the steady increase. Yes, at the gas stations, totally. It's the steady increase of price of stuff. So, like, it costs more at the grocery store. It costs more to get gas. It costs more to whatever, everything. Unfortunately, lately, those prices have gone up a lot. They haven't just steadily increased. They've shot up. So, according to the Federal Reserve, the average home price in the United States was 2 $178,000 in the beginning of 2012. That was when you were born. So $278,000. 10 years later, what is the average home price sale now? 10 years? Is it A $342,000, B $442,000 or C $542,000? Is it Oh, C. Yes, C is the correct answer $542,000. Isn't that amazing that it's gone up almost double? Since you were born, uh, just to buy a house, the average price oh. of a house. Isn't that crazy? Congratulations, Zoe. You get another correct answer. <laughs> and question number three. We're going skiing in a couple of weeks. That'll be fun. Don't you think it's going to be fun? Yeah. Awesome. It's going to be great. Did you know that the word ski is an old word from Scandinavia? What did "ski" mean when they said this? Is it a old piece of wood, b barking dog, or c that's bussin' fr fr no cap? Didn't your friend say that you just
1: copied it down (laughs) because you don't know how to exactly? I don't know how to to speak like a
0: generation alpha Gen Z kid, so I just put that for C. Yes, you're right. So it's not C. You've eliminated that one. Is it a old piece of wood or b barking dog? I think it's A. A is correct. Old <laughs> piece of wood. Because maybe that's what they started skiing on, It's just an old piece of wood, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, So you got all three answers right for Money Quiz. Way cool. to go. Very good. How about uh, we do this review? Sound good? Yeah. All right, so we got four reviews from last month. If you could ask our electronic friend to help us out, that'd be great. Alexa, pick a number between one and four. Here's a number
1: between one and four. It's one.
0: All right. Well, our first review from last month is from J.T.F. Hansen. and they call it amazing content. So, Zoe, you want to read this? Sure. I absolutely love this podcast. Great info. Extremely helpful in keeping locked in and pushing with personal goals while also being entertained. Awesome. Thank you, Zoe. Very good reading, and thank you very much, J.T.F. T.F. Hansen. Now, J.T.F. Hansen, I don't have your email, so if you could please take a screenshot of your review and email me at Andy at com. That would be great. That way I can send you one of these books that we talked about at the top of the show. And everyone will be back next month with Zoe. Same Zoe, same books, and we would or love is for you. Or it Zoe? Or it might be a different Zoe? Yeah, I don't know. That's, no. <laughs> that's right. She might come with a alter ego. Zoe with no cold. That's right. Zoe's got a cold today. Thank you so much, Zoe, for being here. If you leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts and take a screenshot of your review and email us at andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com, that would be great. Or if you don't have Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a rating on Spotify. Spotify and screenshot that, too. Just email me and we'll include you in the drawing or this contest or whatever the heck you want to call it. And Zoe will maybe read your name and review. Zoe, thank you so much for being here. I hope you feel better soon. I love being here. Oh, good. I hope you feel better very soon. And um, yeah, let's go skiing, man. Okay. (laughs) It's a new year and we've got quite the lineup of family empowering shows for you all this month. Next Monday, January 9th, we've got Andrew Giancola, He's from the Chart Topping Podcast, the Personal Finance Podcast, and he's gonna join me to talk about how he became a millionaire in his 30s and what he's doing to help his kids have the same millionaire future. The Monday after that, we'll be answering some questions from the Marriage, Kids, and Money community and featuring the debt-free story of my good buddy, Justine Nelson from Debt-Free Millennials. She is a good friend of mine. We uh, partner together on some funny TikTok videos online, and she is going to really entertain you with her story of how she paid off all of her debt and has now amassed an amount of wealth that is really inspiring. The Monday after that, January 23rd, we are going to be sharing the net worth win of Andrea Wallace, who is a 20 something millionaire who used real estate and the soaring real estate prices that we just spoke about earlier to build her wealth at an extremely young age. So we've got some, uh, we got a theme going on here this month <laughs> generational wealth in motion. I think you guys can learn a lot to uh, help your family and your kids get to that next level. Now, everybody, this podcast that you've been listening to for a while thank you very much, by the way, has grown consistently with new listeners each month. And we are breaking records, personal records for this show. And it's just so much fun. I truly appreciate the opportunity to have this platform and bring this message of wealth and happiness to you all. Thank you. Thank you very much. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Tom Hiddleston. You keep putting one foot in front of the other, and then one day you look back and you've climbed a mountain. Here's to crushing your goals this year, everyone. Carpe diem.